The MLB draft lottery is set, and your Washington Nationals have the number two overall pick. Are we happy? Are we sad? You'll find out in a little bit as I give all my opinions on that, and as well as the MLB draft lottery. This is the first year that this has happened under the new CBA that they agreed to last year, and quite frankly, I'm not too happy about this. I don't like this. We were the worst team in baseball. I want a little more meat on the bone than that. But also, Rob Manfred yesterday provided an update on the Nationals ownership situation. And it's got me scratching my head, to say the least, because I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready for some new owners. We're going to get into all of that and more right after this. You are Locked On Nationals. Your daily Washington Nationals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And again, Thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Ryan Clary, and I have taken my Nationals fandom into podcast form to where I can vent, I can do whatever I want and talk about the team that I truly love more than anything else in the sports world, quite frankly. And this is why I love doing what I do. Well, the Nationals were one of the favorites to be the number one overall pick in this year's draft as the MLB draft lottery debuted for the first time this season. And quite frankly, the Nationals were the worst team in baseball this year. We had the most losses in baseball this year. And I'm not happy. I'm not happy about getting the number two overall pick because, hey, I think when you're the worst team in your sport, you deserve to have that top overall pick. That's just the belief that I have in this. I'm not a big believer and what is whatever you want to say about this draft lottery. Yeah, I know the NBA and the NHL do it. That's cool. That's fine. But that's the NBA and that's the NHL. I think when you have a 162-game season on the plate for really any sport, but in particular with baseball, because there are 162 games a year, that's a long season. That's a lot of months during a hot summer, wherever you're playing baseball, to lose a lot of games. And when you have that big of a cumulum of what adds up to what it is, the Nationals were the worst team in baseball by far. And I think that this lottery had teams fall like the Oakland A's. They fell. They were, they were also in the mix for the number one overall pick. They were shared with the Pirates and the Nationals at the same odds to land that number one overall pick. They got completely hosed. They dropped down to sixth overall. And I I will say I'm lucky that we're not them because truly getting the number two overall pick, I guess there's not too much to complain about. But then again, when you have the worst record in baseball this past season, when you trade Juan Soto, when you trade Josh Bell in 2021, when you trade Trey Turner and Max Scherzer, you trade all these guys away, you want to be rewarded. And what is that reward for being a bad team? Well, in this case, when you're the worst team in baseball, you expect that reward to be the number one overall pick. And the Nationals just did not get that this year. And yes, maybe it is a little biasness. Maybe it is just that, that I'm not happy with this. 
then again, it's just true. I think the lottery is just not a supplemental way to where it's going to stop tanking. Because guess what? That's how teams rebuild. You don't use the term tanking. You rebuild and you stink. And when you stink, you're going to get a higher pick in the draft. And when you get that higher pick in the draft, you're going to get a higher prospect with more ability to do more with whatever draft pick they are. And the Nationals just got, in my mind, they got hosed. Not as much as the Oakland A's. But then again, when you have that expectation to where, hey, we're the worst team in baseball right now. We expect for us to have a top pick going into this draft. And yes, number two overall, it's fine. I'm recording this right after the draft. I was just on with Locked On Pirates host Ethan Smith over with Locked On Pirates and kind of lost my cool. <laughs> I got this, We got the second overall pick. Then he got the number one overall pick. He was happy. But then again, there are two guys in this draft that I truly think could make a difference. One of them being LSU outfielder Dylan Cruz. This is someone to where we know what we could get with him. He's kind of been the hype prospect of this draft. And quite frankly, we're not going to be talking too much about the draft moving forward as we're still so far away. There's a lot of things to happen. Injuries, maybe someone jumps someone else for having a down year. Again, we've seen it before, and there's a whole season of baseball coming up in high school and as well as obviously college. But when you have Dylan Cruz up there, someone who I've really loved overall when just looking at MLB draft prospects, I've heard a lot about him. But then there's also a right-handed starting pitcher from the University of Tennessee who was probably one of their, if not their best pitcher last year, and that's right-hander Chase Dollander. And I didn't really watch too much college baseball last year. I will be honest, but I will say I kept my eye on him in particular when it comes to stats. This is someone who's a high strikeout guy, someone who's going to be throwing the upper 90s. So I truly think, and Mark Zuckerman did tweet this out, is that there are two top players in this draft, and it's Dylan Cruz and Chase Dollander. And the Nationals are pretty happy having the number two pick when you consider that they could be getting either of those guys. Now, for me, I wanted to have the number one overall pick. I think when you stink, like we did last year, you should be rewarded for that. You should be rewarded with the number one overall pick. Especially with this MLB draft lottery, I just don't see the point of it. Is it going to stop from having teams be bad? Is it going to stop for them wanting to quote-unquote tank? I don't think so. Because I think when teams just think of, oh, well, this team is tanking. Like, we don't want tanking anymore. Yeah, maybe teams do tank. Like, I think the Nationals are pretty obviously have tanked. And again, you look at, like, the Detroit Tigers, who have been tanking forever. In this past year, they were supposed to be taking a major step up. I think there's also a possibility that people are just bad at their jobs. And the reason why teams suck is because you have the wrong people in their jobs in the front office to where they're going to be eating up a lot of salary. They're going to be making a lot of decisions that you may not want to make. And so I think that also comes into effect of this. And so teams that, you know, maybe have just hired the wrong GM, maybe have hired the wrong manager, maybe have paid the wrong player. 
they're getting penalized because they're quote unquote taking. Maybe. And that's truly what I believe in. Because I think, as I've said many times over in the last 10 minutes, if you're the worst team in baseball, if you are even a top three worst team in baseball, then I think you deserve a top three pick. If you're the fifth worst team in baseball, I think you deserve the fifth pick. If you're the seventh worst team in baseball, you deserve the seventh pick. That's just the way my brain works. I think that's what works best in general. And so with the Nationals getting the number two overall pick, it could be worse. It could be. Like I've said, we could be the Oakland A's falling out of the top three and falling out of the top five. Not even to mention a team like the Minnesota Twins. They jumped up into the top five of this year's draft, and they weren't even projected to be in the top ten. Not even close to that. So that's a team that got incredibly lucky. And that's also just what it comes down to. Teams are going to be getting lucky with this stuff. And the Minnesota Twins, they hit the lottery. They are picking in the top five after not projecting to be anywhere close to that. So... I think that there are some crinks that we could work out with this draft lottery. But then again, I'm just not here for it. I don't like the lottery. I want the bad teams to get the best overall picks. It's that simple for me. And hey, that's fine. Everyone can have their own different opinions. But then again, the A's were, or the Twins rather, were projected to have like the 13th overall pick. And now they're in the top five. The Cincinnati Reds, they didn't fare out much better than us. They got the seventh overall pick when they were projected to be around the top six picks, you could say, top five. But even then, they weren't a very good team and they deserve a much better pick. So the Nationals are getting the number two overall pick. We'll have more to come with that. Obviously, that's going to be a big storyline to watch as, hey, was the tank successful this year? Was it not successful this year? Well, I'm going to comment on that a little bit more after I tell you about my friends over at Simply Safe. At Locked On Nationals, we believe home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system. Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering locked on Nationals listeners 40% off a new security system. But don't put this off. Here's why I love it. I'm always in Washington, D.C. I have a home in Virginia. I can't be at home all the time when I'm always at work six days a week. So I have that security blanket with Simply Safe. They're always on guard, they're always there for me. If I need any help with anything, if there is any concern for anything, they will notify me just like they will for you as well. And that is a big deal when it comes to security systems. And I don't trust anyone more than I trust Simply Safe. They do the right job for the right price. And I want you guys to follow that same step along with me. <clears throat> don't miss your chance to save big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. There's no place like Simply Safe. Now get into the discussion about 
if the Nationals tank job from this past season, trading away Juan Soto, trading away Josh Bell, was ultimately worth it. Because yesterday, the Guardians signed Josh Bell to a two-year deal worth not not a lot of money after the Nationals are staying put and still not buying. That part is a little head-scratching when you have a two-year, $33 million deal handed out to Josh Bell, someone who underproduced when he was traded from the Padres, or when he was traded from the Nationals to the Padres. He really took a step back and wasn't the Josh Bell that we saw here in D.C. But man, getting someone like that on a bargain deal for them, what a signing for the Cleveland Guardians. Back to what we were getting into with the whole rebuild and was it worth it and was this past year of quote-unquote tanking or rebuilding worth it when you get the number two overall pick and no no I don't think it was worth it I think when you are a bad team when you send off someone like Josh Bell and Juan Soto a 23 year old phenom superstar they're comparing him to Ted Williams, one of the greatest baseball players of all time, one of the greatest hitters of all time, one of the greatest young hitters of all time. And Juan Soto's numbers stack up with every single one of those guys. Every single one. You're going to put them side by side in a stat sheet. Juan Soto will be there, and he's going to be very relevant in that. And now to sit here today, you don't have Juan Soto. You don't got Josh Bell. Don't have Trey Turner. Trey Turner's up north with the Phillies alongside Bryce Harper, who also walked. Kyle Schwarber, we traded him at the deadline last year. Max Scherzer, he's with the New York Mets. So it all comes down to this. I wanted to see the Washington Nationals get the number one overall pick, and that's what would have made me shut up. That's what would have. Because now we're going to have to see him wait what the Pittsburgh Pirates do at number one overall. And again, we just don't truly know. If you remember last year, or two years ago, when the Pirates held the number one overall pick, they had a shocking decision by drafting catcher Henry Davis out of the University of Louisville, and no one expected that. And the reason why that was, it wasn't because they preferred his talent over someone else's. It was more so of the fact that This guy is going to be cheaper. He's going to be effective. We still believe in his skills, but overall he's going to be cheaper. So where we can splash a little of that money in the later rounds as well and save guys to take them out of high school or out of college and give them a little more money than what they would have. And so all of that comes into equation with the Nationals. And this ultimately won't mean anything moving forward, but I will say Tanking this past season, it was all in for the number one overall pick. And I'm not too upset getting the number two overall selection. But then again, we were the worst team in baseball for a reason. This is a team that needs a lot of talent, and we need a lot of great talent. Because this is an organization that, over the last decade, we saw a ton of talent walk in the door, and we saw a lot of talent walk right out that door as well. And so to get someone like that, when you have the opportunity back when the Nationals had the number one overall pick in 09 and as well as 010, 
selecting Steven Strasburg and Bryce Harper, you want to see that happen again. Because those two times the Nationals selected number one overall, they selected two superstar pitchers that Bryce Harper just led his team to a World Series this year. They didn't win it, but he certainly led his team there. And then Steven Strasburg, I don't need to tell you about him. You know about Steven Strasburg. You know the things that he did with that World Series MVP year. And that's what makes this all worth it. I want that number one overall pick. I want that solidified difference maker in the top of our system. I want that guy. And at number two, you can certainly get that. You can. But then again, I want the first dibs at these guys. I want to be the first one to pick. I want to have the number one batch of apples possible when I'm going to pick my apples at a farm. That's what I want. And so the Nationals just aren't getting that this year. And that's perfectly fine. We can think about that. We can chew on that for a little bit. But there's also, there's just business to deal with down the road. So thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. And now to get back into the action with the MLB lottery. Let me just say this to wrap up talking about the MLB draft. I think the MLB lottery is kind of stupid. I think lottery drafts in general are just not the right thing to do. I think it's simple and straightforward for me. The best teams should have the worst overall selections. And the worst teams should have the best overall selections. They should have the number one overall pick. The 12th worst team should have the 12th overall pick. That's just how my brain works. And that's just what I think about this upcoming draft with the Washington Nationals landing the second overall pick. We are by far and away the first, the worst team this year in the MLB from beginning to the very end. But hey, there's going to be interesting names up there. And it seems from Mark Zuckerman's reporting that the Nationals love and they're just perfectly fine with being at second overall as they see two guys with Dylan Cruz and Chase DeLonder with University of Tennessee. I'm still learning some names here as, you know, we're a lot of months away from the MLB draft. There's still a lot of time, a lot of things to happen, a lot of injuries, a lot of baseball to be played. So we'll see going forward. We'll see what the Nationals do, but hey, it's exciting times. The Nationals, they're in this rebuild. I'm all in on the rebuild. Like I've said, this is something that needed to happen with this team. We needed some fresh farm system prospects to really get excited about and to really look forward to down the line. But hey, second overall, I'll take my chances at Mike Rizzo selecting a superstar. I'll do it. Now I'm going to talk about some potential ownership news or was it news? We'll have to see after I tell you about my friends at betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football 
to basketball, to soccer and esports, we've got it all on betonline.net. The FIFA World Cup is going on, everybody. I'm not a big FIFA guy. I'm not a big soccer guy in general. But you know what I am big at? I love sports betting. And I love splashing a little cash with my friends at Bet Online. It's something that I love to do. I love to look at their pros and see what they say about some of these picks. And they just give me all the information so I can take this and use it to my advantage. And I want you to do the same thing. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. And you can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. And now back into the Nationals ownership news. As Rob Manfred was asked yesterday about the Washington Nationals ownership situation, he was also asked about the Los Angeles Angels ownership situation that was kind of news about two months ago where they would be selling the team. As we know in D.C., news about the learners exploring a sale with the Washington Nationals became public back in April. It's a long time. And a lot of people thought that we would even have news about new owners and who they would be and when this would be happening by the end of this past season. Well, it's December 7th, 2022, and Rob Menfred said that today he has no updates on the current sale of the Washington Nationals. And he provided an update with the Los Angeles Angels saying that he expects them to be sold by opening day of this upcoming year. Oh my God. Now I will say, Talk Nats over on Twitter, his blog account, he's been reporting this, that the Nationals and Masson They really need to work out that deal as that is holding people back. And I've talked about this myself. I've given my opinions on this myself, that Masson is the absolute pits. And this is what's holding back this team from selling. Because as we know, the Orioles are figuratively stealing money from the Washington Nationals with their TV deal. Not only that, Nationals Park is still named Nationals Park. There's not a lot of revenue coming in this organization right now. And I can tell you this, Joey Manessa's jerseys won't be selling the way that Juan Soto jerseys were. C.J. Abrams won't be selling as many jerseys as Trey Turner would be. That's just, it is what it is. And that's no slight on C.J. Abrams or Joey Manessis, but your organization is in this spot to where you're rebuilding. You have new faces coming in. You're trading away your old faces that really led you to a decade of dominance. Ryan Zimmerman, Mr. National, is no longer here with you. This is just where we are. And not to get an update today, because quite frankly, I did expect an update. I expected at least something with the Washington Nationals. I expected at least like a, yeah, we're working on things. But no, he provided no update on the Nationals' ownership situation. And that just leaves me thinking, what the hell could be happening right now with the Washington Nationals and their ownership thing? Ted Leonsis has been widely reported as a front-runner alongside his partner, David Rubenstein. They are the two guys in this race who are going to be partnering together by the Washington Nationals. And it was reported a while ago that That was the expectation for them. It was 
seamlessly moving along, along real quickly back in September. People were talking about it. It seemed to be that this was a real thing, that the learners would be selling the full majority of the team to Ted Leonsis, their partners from Monumental Sports Entertainment. But now, man, I'm not even sure if the learners will be selling this team anymore, which is ultimately a bad thing because they're not spending the money to make this team any better. We know that. The proof is in the pudding. Look at the last few years. They've been scratching off that payroll ever since they paid Steven Strasburg that massive contract. And as long as that works out, I guess, maybe we'll all be happy. But I can tell you this. I'm never complacent, and I'm not going to be getting complacent with this team. I want to see the best out of them. I want them to put their best foot forward and truly make a difference with this roster because I think you and I deserve the best organization because we haven't been getting it right. We haven't. And to see Rob Manfred talk about that and give no update and which really kind of basically said, yeah, the nationals are in a lot of trouble and I don't really think we're going to be getting out of this Masson situation anytime soon. He never said anything about that, but from what we know, from what we've heard and what we've talked about, on this very podcast, the Masson debacle is very much so getting in the way of the national sale, and that is a problem. So thank you for making Locked On Nationals your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day available on the Odyssey app and YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So again, thank you for tuning in. I hope we enjoy. I will be talking with Locked On MLB Prospects host tomorrow. We'll be doing a crossover, and we're going to take a little deep dive into this Nationals farm system as Lindsey, my guy over there at Locked On MLB Prospects, he likes a lot of the guys, but maybe he's got some different opinions than I do. So I think we're going to have some good back and forth with some good collaboration. And we're going to talk about this farm system because the farm system is the future for the Washington Nationals. And that's why you stink. You stink so you can tank and so you can get great picks just like the Nationals have been doing. So thank you for tuning in and I'll talk to you tomorrow.